Hey there, welcome to another episode of The Recap. Uh, today I am flying solo. It's the week of Christmas. Uh, everybody's busy doing things, um, getting ready for that. So I uh, just want to run over real quickly yesterday's sermon, more to the story. The uh, scripture reference was Luke chapter 2. You could go back and look at that. Uh, it's about the birth of Jesus. A couple of things that were brought out in the sermon that maybe you haven't thought about in the past. One, Jesus was born in a stable, obviously. We know that story. Uh, it depicts um, nasty, dirty. Uh, it also shows us that Jesus was born into this world, um, which is nasty and dirty, honestly, if you think about it. Um, so that was one thing. Uh, he was placed in a feeding trough. Uh, Jesus is referenced as the bread of life. He's the bread of life to us. He should be the very thing uh, that sustains us. Um, so I think it's probably ironic, but I think God is specific in everything that he says. Uh, I believe his word is um, exactly how he meant it to be. And many times we can miss things in there that um, that he wanted us to catch. And maybe this is one of them, that Jesus is the bread of life. Uh, I mean, God could have put him anywhere, but he, he put him in a feeding trough. So I thought that was interesting. There was no room in the end. We hear this preached a lot from year to year. Um, but it's just a reminder to me. Uh, first of all, we have to remember that Joseph and Mary were not uh, rich people. They didn't have money for the end to begin with. So, you know, these name it, claim it, preach wealth all the time uh, about Jesus. Let me, let me just tell you this, that he never promises that once you start to follow him that you're going to be wealthy um, beyond your means. Uh, there's, there's nowhere in scripture. In fact, he, he really teaches the opposite of that. When people wanted to follow Jesus, uh, when he was here on earth, he basically told them, uh, you can do that, but I don't know where I'm going to sleep tonight. Um, he was just a, a journeyman. He traveled from city to city and stayed with friends. He really had no place. Uh, so for people to tell you that once you follow Jesus, um, that's going to be something that comes along with it as far as like money and wealth, that, that's just false teaching. Um, that is inaccurate. But it also reminds me, too, that uh, for the most part, uh, the Word teaches us that the majority of people uh, throughout time are going to miss Jesus uh, or they're going to reject him. The Bible says that broad is the way of destruction and many find it, but narrow is the way uh, to heaven and few find it. So in comparison of people throughout the world, throughout the ages, uh, far more are going to miss heaven um, than go to heaven because they're going to reject Jesus. Um, that's just the, the sad facts. It doesn't have to be you. God, I believe God gives us all an opportunity uh, to say yes to Jesus or uh, throughout our lifetime to say no. And uh, here's the danger in that. We don't know when our life is up. So... If you don't accept Jesus here on earth before it's too late, then it's too late. Uh, so you need, to, you need to nail that down with your eternity and where you're going to spend that. Um, also, the shepherds uh, were the first to, to hear about it from the angels. 
Uh, I think it's um, interesting that they were shepherds. They took care of the sheep. They saw uh, lambs um, born all the time. So Jesus is referenced as the Lamb of God that was slain before the world. So God chose the shepherds to um, witness and to see, to hear about uh, the greatest birth of any lamb ever in history. Um, and it shows that God is not a respecter of persons. He could have told the, the wealthy and the wise, uh, but he chose uh, the low of the low, honestly, with shepherds. Uh, the common um, to share that good news with it, and they were they were uh, joyful people when they heard it. So those were things that were mentioned. Also, we know this: uh, Christmas for the believer should be uh, one of the uh, most joyful times of the year. But for most, if you look at it, it's the the most depressing time of the year. Why is that? Well, part of that is because we've commercialized Christmas so much. And I mean, as the believer too, uh, it's all about um, spending a bunch of money that we really don't have. Most people go into a lot of debt at the end of the year just to provide Christmas uh, presents for family, friends, whoever. And I get it, we all do that. We want our, our kids, our loved ones to uh, experience getting gifts and we like getting gifts but god never intended us to go beyond our means to do that uh, christmas in and of itself is this right here the savior of the world um, the only way to god to be reconciled to the Father is back through the birth of jesus what does jesus represent uh, he's love he's hope and he's peace that's what this should remind us of love, hope, and peace, not depression, uh, not wondering how we're going to uh, pay the bills that we've accrued trying to get all these gifts for people. We should be loving one another, uh, loving Jesus, not stressed out like most people are. A couple of scriptures I want to leave you with to think about because the whole point of this is for you to meditate on the word of God and his goodness. Um, 1 John 4.16 talks about his love. It says, We know and believe that God loves us. God is love, and whoever abides in love abides in God, and God abides in you. God is love. Uh, he's our hope. 1 Peter 1.13, Therefore, with minds that are alert and fully sober, set your hope on the grace to be brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed at his coming. And then lastly, John 16, 33. I think this is probably one that people are wanting as much as anything in today's society and where we live. Um, it's peace. He said, Jesus said, I've said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world, you're going to have tribulation. But take heart, I have overcome the world. He told us that we're going to have tribulation and trials in the world. So don't be surprised when those things happen. But he also said, in him you have peace. So that's important. I want you to focus on these things today, this week, when the enemy tries to flood your mind and heart uh, with things that's just going to get your mind off of God. Remember these scriptures. Go back and look at them. Uh, that God is love. He's hope. 
peace, peace. Um, slow down. This is a busy week for a lot of people. Uh, remember that not only is Jesus the reason for the season, he's the reason for everything. Thank you for being a part of this today, watching it, listening to it, meditate on God's word and his goodness. We appreciate you being with us. Uh, we'll see you back here next time. It'll be a different topic.